0: So we have new guidelines for drinking in uh, Canada. Two drinks a week at the same time. Do I have to spread them out over three and a half days? We've gone way, way, way too far. I'll tell you what the previous recommendations were, um, and I'll tell you why there's a distinction and why one-size-fits-all health recommendations usually do more harm than good. Usually do way more harm than good, as a matter of fact. Let me lay that out for you and what other countries say are there alcohol guidelines and some of the benefits that countless study after study say about moderate alcohol use? Um, I have taken no free alcohol for this segment, and, and nor have I had a drink in the last forty-eight hours. I think right now, I, I think we're at forty-eight hours. Anyway, have a listen to this segment on Toronto Today. Before I ask the obvious question, does anybody pay any attention to this? I don't listen. We have no problem filling a three and a half hour show. No problem. Don't need to waste time. We need to repeat a few things because some of you are not you're not going to hear something at 830 and that you heard at 610. And we can't be like, well, we did that important news at 610. So some things are I would never say things are recycled, but things are given a bit of a different tone and uh, and we come at it from a different angle. So I'm not, this isn't, I'm not filling time here. I promise you that. We leave more stuff on the cutting room floor on Toronto today than you could possibly imagine. Sometimes the better stuff, as we realize. But here's the headline. Canada's new alcohol guidelines advise fewer drinks. Fewer drinks than what? For who? You know there's three things I love in life. It's walking in the sunset uh, by a beach. It's uh, small puppies. And one-size-fits-all health care advice. Because that really makes sense. They don't take into account your age, your level of fitness, male, female, um, DNA. Did your parents have any sort of health issues that they passed on to you? Do they have no health issues that they didn't pass on to you? Um, One size fits all health care. How'd that go for everybody over the last couple of years? And we get more one size fits all health care from the canadian center on substance use and addiction now substance use addiction obviously these are things that should be prioritized but here's their advice not for not for people who've had risk, who are at a higher risk for cancer not for people who aren't in the best of physical condition you know we all could use an extra run or two or to do drop down and and give you 50 we all could do that a little more often than we otherwise do But the document titled Canada's Guidance on Alcohol and Health, the final report, says we should have only one or two standard drinks a week. I said a week. No, 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 no. Not between five and seven on Friday. A week. That's the equivalent of a 12-ounce serving of 5% alcohol beer or a 5-ounce glass of 12% alcohol wine. Pretty low-risk stuff. Pretty low-risk stuff. Um alcohol does cause disease it can exacerbate health problems and I do think there's something to the idea that if we want to negate cancer, although I'll make the point, we've never had better cancer treatment, we've never had a lower percentage of people die from cancer if caught in the early stages. We've got technology keeping people alive that we didn't have 15 years ago, let alone 30 or 40. Colon cancer, you can survive that. Breast cancer, you can survive that. Heart disease, you can survive it. But not in all cases. Why? Health is just different for everybody. Your neighbor, your brother, your sister, your spouse, Everything that your body reacts to, theirs may react differently, and obviously vice versa. These are strange guidelines, though, given the CCSA in 2011. They were in a lot more of a party all the time, Eddie Murphy mode. They advised no more than 10 drinks a week for women and 15 drinks a week for men. My goodness, how bad could things get? 15 drinks a week. Under the new guidelines, um, we're get down to one or two drinks a week. We, We don't want to take too much moderate risk at the end of the day. Um, I'm embarrassed we're getting guidance like this. Again, we've never had longer life expectancy. Let's compare ourselves to other OECD countries. Our uh, expectation for life is longer than the vast majority of them. Life expectancy at birth in Canada stands at 82 years. It was 69, 45 years ago. We're one year above the OECD average of 81 years. What's higher life expectancy associated with? Well, higher healthcare spending per person. We already know we do that, but there's many other factors as well. Generally speaking, we live better and smarter than the vast majority of people in other countries. But wait a minute! Wait a minute! Aren't there benefits of alcohol? Yes. More than a hundred prospective studies show an inverse association between light to moderate drinking and the risk of heart attack. You ever tell somebody to loosen up? sometimes there's a glass of wine in front of them two minutes later it prevents vascular disease sudden cardiac death and death from all cardiovascular causes the effect is fairly consistent like again it's a hundred prospective studies not one control group and not one advocacy group by the way that gets public health funding and has to stay bold things probably to keep their funding going increasing alcohol intake to more than four drinks a day yeah You got problems at that point in time. It's too much. Risk of hypertension, abnormal heart rhythms, stroke, heart attack, death. Things are about moderation in life. You don't even want to work out too much. That's bad for you. Drink water. Uh, Three liters is fine. Nine liters a day would be pretty risky. So there's a connection between anything that's moderate. I'd also make the point, and The Atlantic put a video piece together that documented this. Younger people are drinking less anyway. Of course they are. Here's a random sample of what, of what millennials are saying about how often they drink. We talked about this last week. I would say I am pretty sick of drinking, uh, mainly because it makes me sick. Well, it used to be a much bigger part of my life. Drinking looks expensive to me. I think the turning point for me was when I like, had to somehow be an adult <laughs> at work and like be present and focused. I'm sick of finding meaning in alcohol. Yeah. Like what a study that comes out today that I'm documenting should should point out is that people modify their drinking as they get older. The Canadian Center on Substance Use and Addiction should be focused on people who are addicted to substance use, not just the rest of us. These aren't relevant guidelines. These aren't material guidelines for the rest of us that already know how to modify and balance our existence. We know we're not supposed to drink like we did when we were 20 or 21 at 45 or 46. And if we don't, those are the people we should focus on. Yes, 80% of Canadians, 15 and older, drink. Absolutely, that's true. And alcohol can cause disease. But I'll come back to my initial point. In fact, we mentioned a study last week that says 16 to 24-year-olds in the UK, and why would it be any different here, are barely drinking at all. Amanda Mull from The Atlantic, as part of this uh, document on who's drinking and who's not, made this point. Gen Z is drinking less than any other generation has at their age, and Gen Z are in high school and college right now. What's behind today's dip in teen and young adult binge drinking? Some researchers believe decades of public health campaigns have effectively conveyed the risks of heavy drinking. I think that that is your first indication of a a real sea change. This is a ridiculous guideline, and you're saying, Greg, it doesn't deserve the airtime. I'm pointing out what a flawed study is. I'm pointing out why one-size-fits-all health recommendations never, ever work. And by the way, how much you drink doesn't seem to be nearly important as how you drink it and who you are drinking it. Having seven drinks on a Saturday night and not drinking the rest of the week is not the same as having one drink a day. The seven drinks are more dangerous for a given period of time. So consumption of alcohol, how would I put it? Um, it's it's moderate. It's modified in terms of how we look at. And by the way, it's inversely associated with some good health outcomes beyond just the benefits of moderate drinking. They're not just limited to the heart. You're less likely to have diabetes. You're less likely to have gallstones, those terrible things. All of this being true, I'm happy to have wasted your time on a study that was a complete waste of time. That's what I'm here for.